You're listening to Podhaven. Now my dog is here. <gasps> Your dog is here? Yeah, my dog is here. Hello! <laughs> Hello, dog! He can't Hi. hear you, I'm wearing headphones. Put the headphones on the dog. I can't, they're broken. That'll die. Do it. Uh, surely that would make it easier to fit them on the dog. Uh, he's got a small head. Yeah, and if it's broken, then you can fold it down a bit more to make it more compressed and fit on the small head. And then I'll have to get new tape and everything and go through a whole regular But I'll get to talk to your dog and I, you know, wouldn't do that. (laughs) Oh, he's (laughs) he's definitely gone now and I'm not stroking him. Oh, no! Goodbye, dog! And I'm definitely not stroking him right now. What the hell was that? That was that dog. Was dog. You lied when you said the dog was gone! Did you not pick up on that? So, at the end of our last episode with um, Holly, who we we dubbed Northern George, uh, we said that next time Southern George might be back, and we did not realise that Southern George would not be back. Southern George is dead now. Southern George is dead now. No more Southern George. It's a bit less of a skit than we thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and you just made it exactly as much of a skit as we thought it would be. Thank you, Josh. Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast with me, your host, HD Audio Elodie. Ooh. Joined by, as always... I'm Josh. There you go. Right. You only get my first name this time. Oh no. <laughs> Screw you. I've had to cut back. Budget cuts. Are you, are, you, are you having to are you having to trim out your second name because of Brexit? Yeah. That that's <laughs> what it is. Just the, the pound's not as strong as it was. I can't afford a last oh, name. Damn. That sucks, doesn't it? Hi everyone, I'm Astrid Johnson. Southern oh, yeah, Astrid. Southern, Southern Astrid. Astrid. Did you know Northern Astrid Georgian is an Southern Astrid? Tardis? Um, I get that a lot. I also keep getting told, "Oh, you're like the character from from How to Train Your Dragon." You're not being original. The, uh... Just to clarify, but also I don't particularly mind that comparison because the character Astrid in How to Train Your Dragon is really cool, and I didn't think about that when I when I figured out that was the name for me. But you know, happy coincidence. Um, oh, what was... I'm trying to remember what the original character from the book was called. TARDIS. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Oh, dear. Oh, have oh, I dear. killed you? What is going yeah. on? Oh, no. Shall I get Holly in the in the call? <laughs> Just an emergency replacement. Yeah, I'm Northern Elodie now. You're Northern Elodie now. I've oh, got now. You're Northern. Oh no! 
Okay. That's not. That's quite far north, actually. Yeah, it's still northern. <laughs> what oh. is happening? Everything's uh, changed. Everything's changed. Do you know what's happening? Do you well, know no, what's I feel like Josh? I know what's happened, to be honest, and promise you won't be mad. I think between episodes, I must have run back in time and created Flashpoint. And I've undone <laughs> it now, but now everything's <laughs> no. slightly different and I can't change it back. Yeah. Even though in another show, Joe Parlock has this big spaceship that can go through time and he changes it all the time with seemingly no such consequences. I just assumed you were like an alternate, an alternate universe version of Joe Parlock. I mean, you're you're like our Joe Parlock. Yeah. To be honest, after That's, our I'm first not, episode, not a do you I'm not? Offended by it. I will take that. Do you know? What I'm gonna, so yeah, no. Let, let, I'm gonna. We're gonna be straight up with you, Josh. <laughs> right after we, after we recorded the first episode of the of the new the the brand new Indie Haven podcast. Yeah. Um, when you dropped out of the call. Effectively simultaneously, LD and I said to each other, "He sounds a bit like Joe Parlock, doesn't he?" <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't that... hear it personally. It's it's not it's not it's not like it's not like crystal clear. No difference. You can't really tell. But there are certain inflections, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. Mm. So you're out, Joe you Parlock. I'm, I'm the Joe Parlock equivalent. Yes. Yeah. Um. I. I. While we were doing that whole bit, I googled what the original character's name was, and it was Kamikaze. Oh shit! That Does changed. that mean my alternate universe name is Kamikaze? Yeah. Okay, basically. I'll take that. Um. Yeah. Video games, huh? Video. Games. Oh yeah. Shit. My, my God. We do Fuck. those. Oh, I, I don't know. Fish. I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little bit thirsty. I might have to go put some water in. Cuphead. That's a video game that exists now. Oh. Beaker scalp. Beaker scalp. Also known as. Flask also skull. known as. F- f- flask brain. I already. I just uh, did. Oh. Flask. oh. Um. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um. 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 Um, Mugnoggin? Mugnoggin! There is actually... The thing is, though, there's also a character in Cuphead who is Cuphead's sidekick called Mug something, and I can't remember what it is. Let me check. Cuphead wiki. Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast Googling Things special. Yeah. yeah it's time you to better Google fucking believe it. all of the things. You'd better believe it. Fuck. <laughs> you better believe it. There's no way you could have googled all of this information yourselves. Mm. Yeah. Mugman. Okay. All Mugman right. is the other cup that is a different colour. Well, there we go. Mug- the Mugman. Mm. The Mugman. Yes. Have either of you played this video game? I've not had the chance yeah. to yet. The I only can... thing I I have pretty much only seen one article floating around about it since it came out. I've seen a bunch of video coverage. The, the Polygon experience. Polygon's been doing a bunch of video coverage, but yeah. mm-hmm. and um, some people I know were saying how it's their game of the year. 
I have heard that quite a lot. It's nice to it's nice to hear that after a nightmare development uh, cycle that it's actually doing really well and it's a good yeah. game. Yeah, um, this will actually be the second game that's come out in the last few weeks with nightmare development cycles that turned out to be good. The other one's a thing that you talked about. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I know is that Video Gamer did a live stream playing Cuphead that was Cole Mahern playing the game and uh, my friend Alice Bell just drinking vodka for two hours. Same. Hi, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Do they listen? Uh, I, I don't... I, I... I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm going to assume not, but um, <laughs> just in case, you know. Excuse <laughs> just me. In you case. should you should always assume yes because I that, should always assume yes because but... we literally have a million billion followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is li- a literal thing that has happened. Yeah. I mean, some I mean, of them are it... probably dead by this point. But well, I mean, I think it's more that. people than actually exist on the planet. But yeah, yeah. But never mind that. I can only tell you what the statistics are telling me. Yes. I don't... Okay. I... The thing is that I can understand the appeal of Cuphead, mm-hmm. but I have always been averse to that kind of style. I fully understand that. It's it's almost a deliberately unsettling art style. Yeah. But I mean, like, even non-unsettling attempts at a similar thing. Mm. Just, like, the whole early cartoon style. It just... Something about it just... There's something very scary about it. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not even... It's not even just the scariness factor. It's more just... just don't really like it. <laughs> just don't think it looks that interesting. Yeah, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate... I've always been a fan, but I, it's definitely... It's definitely something that I appreciate, but then also... I also appreciate why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. And, yeah, no, don't blame you. So, like, I, I'm i glad it's doing well, because mm. um, an indie game with a non-traditional art style that is doing as well as it is... Yeah. <laughs> ...is something that is to be celebrated to at least some degree, because... Absolutely, and let's be fucking honest, right? It's taken a while to make, and you can see why it's taken a while to yeah. make, especially with that art style. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm have... very much looking forward to giving it a go, because... Yeah. Uh, I, own, I didn't... I, I hadn't heard about it back in 2014, but I did middle early last year saw it floating about and I have been curious to see how it went in terms of it actually coming to existence and yeah I'm it's on my wish list certainly <laughs> uh, we haven't got review code because we're not important enough apparently yeah we've, we apparently have had two slime ranch review codes since that came out and just nobody... wow really did you not see? I told you about this when when you, I yes no we did talk about that didn't we yeah but the I fact forgot. that we managed to entirely miss that one is incredible. Before I forget, I'm just going to re- I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna nab one of those codes because I absolutely am going to do coverage for it on the site and I just keep forgetting that 
we actually have it available. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, help yourself do anything on the codes list, but... We obviously, but... Yeah, we are kind of slipping away from games again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um... we're talking about games. We're just talking about the bits of games that we are not supposed to be talking about on the podcast. Yeah, no, Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, Games-wise, do you guys have actually anything more to say about Cuphead? Because at the moment, that's all the thoughts I really have. Well, I mean, the only real thought that I have about Cuphead, because Cuphead just completely dropped off of my radar after, like, a couple of initial announcements, and then I think Mm. I heard, like, somewhere maybe a year later that it was kind of in development hell, Mm, and then just never heard about it until now. I'd forgotten it was a thing, to be honest. Um, But until, until I saw a headline that kind of makes me... It kind of makes me a little concerned that the crunch conversation's going to come back. Uh, you mentioned this before we started recording. Yeah, because that, that's I the one—that's the one thing I've said about it—is uh, people talking about how just nightmarish the development process was, and like the ridiculous, self-destructive things people had to do just just to keep the project alive. I don't know what yeah. the crunch means. Uh, the crunch is you in it's a period of time in a process of games development where you're reaching the last few months of development where you're expecting to get the game out or you're expected to get the game out by a publisher and mm-hmm. often developers will by their choice or not give up a lot of their own personal liberties and personal ability to, abilities to take it easy a little bit and work ridiculous unethical hours and get themselves in a relatively nasty physical and mental state in order to get that game out when you when they want it to get out yeah and the debates come up several times at this point where some people think this is somehow a good idea that it's, it, that it's in some way leads to better products and that having massive amounts of incredibly harmful pressure yeah. heaped onto you will somehow result in a better product than if you were, you know, healthy when yeah, you were absolutely. working on it. I and will this not be, doing as yeah. well as it seems to be makes me a little bit concerned. That yeah, just that yeah, now I understand it's that. gonna be it's gonna be taken as evidence. Yeah, as happy as I am that the game is out and that the game is doing well, that is also a big concern. Because you don't want... I'm trying to remember... There was another... There was another instance of... Of a game or a film... Uh, No, okay. So it's stepping away from indie games somewhat, but it's similar to debates and concerns that were surrounding the Wonder Woman movie. Mm -hmm. Because... A lot of people were very excited because it's the first it was the first female led superhero film and a lot of people wanted it to do well so that we'd get more female led superhero films but the added caveat being that the actress playing Wonder Woman mm. is a Zionist very pro very pro Israeli Israeli government and in their in their opposition to Palestine. And it's a very complex issue, it's a very complex debate, but a lot of people were concerned because that's not something they want to... That's not something they want to be seen as supporting. 
in, yeah. in some cases. But that's not but, the message that the uh, the big company executives are going to take away from people exactly. boycotting the film. They're so it's gonna an issue. Away. It, absolutely. So you 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 found yourself in this situation of. I don't want to support this film because the actress is a Zionist, but I do want to support this film because I want to see more female-led roles in superhero films. It, yeah, it's a very, okay. very difficult position to be in, and mm. it, it's yeah, bad things are ha- going to happen either way. And we just have to hope that the situation with Cuphead is that the discussion comes up again. Because it never really ended the first time around it happened, and it's a discussion that needs to continue, and we just need to cross our fingers that it doesn't result in crunch is a good thing, crunch should continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, I see it more as a conversation that needs to actually just be definitively ended. Absolutely. That's the thing. If it's coming up again, then it's not over because there are still people pushing for the idea that this is a good thing, and let's face it, some people are probably. I'm imagining publishers. Yes, I'm ima- yeah. like publishers, and maybe a, f- a couple of people who are in the trenches who have like somehow romanticised the idea. I have seen you know, that, one that or two is... developers, and it doesn't. Yeah. It seems like there's an element of disconnection there. That yeah, um, yeah. I imagine like... there's there's probably some uh, customers who like it because it means they get their video game when they want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a bunch of people benefiting from just pushing the narrative that this is a good idea for employees to have to quit their jobs and take out second mortgages and whatnot. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. It It is. And, but, like, I, and I know people get bored of these conversations because I've seen, like, when Crunch has come back into, like, the news before... You just see like a bunch of tweets, just like going like, "Really, this again?" Yeah, I mean, it's like, are you just are you just going to not get involved at all and just because like if if you think about it, like yes, we know it's a dumb conversation to still be having, but if we don't say anything in opposition, the only people talking are going to be the people pushing the idea that it's a good thing. Yeah, and yeah, it's like obligatory Jim Sterling mention. Jim Sterling said has said multiple times talking about the shitty games on Steam and mm. microtransactions and unethical consumer practices, uh, business practices against consumers. Mm. And um, something he's every single time says, people always tell me to stop talking about this subject, that it's getting boring, that everyone's talked about it already and he said that he would love to stop talking about it and to move on to different subjects but it keeps happening Mm. so he's going to keep talking about it because it's not stopping yeah yeah and it's 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 the same sort of situation they just keep doing it and hope that everybody will get bored huh do you know what just happened that's how shit like this becomes normal hmm Sorry, uh, it just came up at the bottom of my screen with a thing saying Stand Up Stanley is playing Cuphead. Stand Up Stanley is playing Cuphead? Oh my yeah. god. Well, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm sure my, my friend will appreciate that. <laughs> Imagine. Well, this is a very vital bit of information that I'm sure the listeners need to know. It's about indie games. 
It is. Somebody it's, is playing an indie game. It's yeah. the stuff they tuned in for is to learn the fate of Stand Up Stanley. <laughs> yeah. That should be a recurring statement. What is Stand Up Stanley playing on Steam today? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I'll keep an eye on keep it an from eye now on. Excellent. God, I love Stanley. Real stand up guy. Oh! Hey. Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I oh, present goodness. a joke. It was very funny. You presented a very funny joke. Possib- possibly the first actual joke I've made on the show. <laughs> oh, no, don't discredit yourself like that. You've made some jokes. You've made at least, at least two jokes. At least two jokes. Technically, some other things you've said were jokes. Technically. If you squint your eyes a little bit and look at it from 50 feet away, then, you know, that's a joke. Uh, Speaking of jokes... Uh Uh-huh. Steam Direct's a joke, huh? Oh, Oh, yes it it is. Excellent segue. Yeah. Can we truly claim to be surprised? Fun fact, up until recently, I always spelt Segway in that context as Segway the vehicle. Wait, you know is what it me different? Too? Apparently it's... it's. Hang on, it's, it's spelt, spelt like differently, this. yeah. Apparently that's Ugh. that kind of Segway. Ugh, no, it's very strange, like isn't it? It's S-E-G-U-E for the oh, people no, who I don't like that. cannot see And it's chat. sad, really, because whenever whenever someone says, good Segway, I always imagined in my head it was like that person jumping on a Segway just and riding into the, the next conversation. Bit, just riding into the next bit of the conversation. Uh, do you know yeah. what I always imagined? What did you always imagine, Paul Elodie? Oh yes. Down. You know what? <laughs> I watched that the other day for the first time. <laughs> let me tell you, it's not as bad as everyone says it is, but it's still pretty bad. <laughs> he falls down. He, he falls down. Over it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I will admit, I may have been slightly inebriated on certain substances when I did watch Paul Blackmore Cop, and that might have affected my perspective on the movie. But... <laughs> you cannot resist the comedic stylings of Paul Blackmore Cop. No, honestly, it's He's a fat fucking and he masterpiece. Fell He's, He's fat, fat and, and he, fell, he over. fell over. It's funny, he fell out the vent and he fell on the man. No, you're not allowed to actually be specific about things that happen in the oh, no. film. That ruins the whole I'm bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does. He doesn't work in in like what people would consider to be real law enforcement. He got chased by the dog. That's right? funny. Could, he he he's you know he's technically in law enforcement, but he's a mole cop, <laughs> right? And then he fell over, <laughs> right? Because he's fat. <laughs> Right. I think honestly we should just talk about Paul Blart more cup instead of Steam Direct because it's a lot more compelling a conversation. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that it kind of ruined my my impressive segue that we ended up talking about something completely different. The segue was too good. We were able to segue the segue I'm, into I'm Paul so Blart more cup. Segue the segue into segues. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Paul Blart Mall Cop would be as effective a countermeasure. Oh my god, do you know what? Do you know what? I think Gabe Newell should have a conversation with... With Paul with Blart, Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> <laughs> if they're having problems with algorithms and not having enough people... Uh, supposedly not having enough people to actually check these games, just get Paul Blart Mall Cop get to do Kev- it. Right, get... Kevin James to It'll go be funny. through all He'll of the games, on the and, like, video games, and like vet all of them himself. 
and then hopefully on the video games. That that's funny. Now just get Kevin James to like manually check every game that gets submitted, and then hopefully you won't have enough time left to make movies. It's, you make a very compelling argument. Uh, give me a moment. I'm just going to tweet Steam from the official. Tweet Steam. Group. Actually, does anyone know what Adam Sandler's doing? I might be onto something there. Hey Steam. Steam support, perfect. Hey Steam support, <laughs> have you considered hiring Kevin James for quality control? Quality control purposes. Um, for, he will fall over, and it will be funny. For quality control of your service. Oh. As it'd be more effective than an <laughs> algorithm? Question mark. I just need to check that that's the correct twi- Kevin James Twitter account. <laughs> it is in fact the correct Kevin James Twitter account. He's verified. Tweet. There we go. Verified Kevin James. Hey, Steam support, have you considered hiring Kevin James for your quality control of your service as it'd be more effective than an algorithm? There we go. Perfect. He's probably got more experience. Probably does. Yeah. He, no, he's got plenty of experience. He's a, he, he's a law enforcement official. Law he's enforcement fat. official. Although, although it's funny, right? Cause he's, he's fat not, and he right, falls over. Him. And do you know what Steam Direct isn't? It's not fat and it doesn't fall over. And that's that, its biggest problem. It's that's its biggest problem. Because when I think quality, I think Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make exactly. of that what you want. It's completely infallible. This suggestion. I honestly think they're going to look at it and go, "Damn, they got a good point." <laughs> yeah, and you're you know? and you're going to get all the blame, uh, all the credit for it. Oh, fucking hope. Well, Indie Haven is going to get credit for it, because I I wasn't joking, I did tweet that from the official Indie Haven Twitter account. (laughs) It was a team effort. Yeah, it was was a collaborative project. Collaborative project, there's no no one individual who who we can really pin this on. No, there really isn't. So, Steam Direct, yeah? Yeah. Steam Steam Direct. (laughs) Steam Direct somehow managed... To do everything bad that we thought it would do, but also do it worse. Yeah, our expectations were abysmally low, and it, we still got surprised. Yeah, Which, yeah. What what it's turned into is that people can just pay a fee and then put as much shit as they want on the service, and it's mm. not even especially buried. Like, the whole thing yeah. was that it was going to be buried and uh, people would have to go looking for shit. But it's not. It's not. It's not hidden at all. It's not, because that... I uh, uh, Here's a theory. A game theory. A game... <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, so, when Steam initially pitched the, the idea that Steam Direct would bury the less ideal content under algorithms and under all of the other quality products that they would sell. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that was working on the basis, uh, on an estimate of the current numbers they were getting of games uploaded to the Steam store. Yeah. And perhaps if there wasn't 
a ridiculous increase in games being uploaded because of Steam because Direct. Because they'd opened the fucking floodgates. Because they'd opened the floodgates. Even wider, the, somehow. Even wider. Perhaps if that weren't the case, if they implemented this this method of fixing things, that it maybe would do something. But given the very nature of how Steam Direct works, it cancelled itself out. Yeah. Hmm. And just made things a whole lot worse. It's Steam's business practices. It's It's like Steam resolves issues. It's like the like the Steam the Steam business model is getting more and more libertarian in that they're getting the mindset of the freer the game market, the freer the people, and that's not how real life works. Sorry, (laughs) Steam. (laughs) Getting a little bit political, but it works. A tiny bit, you know, a little somewhere. Don't tread on me or my son ever again. <laughs> oh shit, that's another contender. That's another contender for the episode. Can <laughs> <laughs> we not? Okay. Yeah, let's not. I don't I don't I don't wanna get I don't wanna get Anne Caps shitting all over our website. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're probably going to now that I've said that, but no, let's but pretend I didn't. I mean, they'd have to listen to uh SJW podcast first. Um, yeah, you make a very good point. <laughs> I mean, listen. They'd, they'd have to hear it. Yeah, we, we. I think we sufficiently buried it. Yeah, we've buried it. Unlike in Steam's of... algorithms. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> should have hired us. They should have hired us and Paul Blart Mallcap. <laughs> oh my! I I would happily work alongside it's astute. Mall cop veteran Paul Blart in order to keep the steam floodgates at bay. Could watch him fall over. Hey. Watch him fall over hey. and be fat. Hey, yeah. hey, guess what? what? Guess what? What? Guess what? 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 He's fat and he falls over. <laughs> oh fuck! I never Shut thought about it like that. The fuck up? What? <laughs> I don't believe it. My my, that strikes me as something that would be hilarious to look at. Yes. Hold on, there's going to be an audio disturbance now because I'm going to throw a thing at the door to close it because it's the okay, door that opened right. it. That didn't work at all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, it was closed for me by someone outside of the room. Done, done, done. So in a way it did door. work. Yeah. Because your desperation in trying to get the door shut ushered the attention of someone who would shut the door for you. It yeah. ushered in a new era of closed doors. Oh, damn. And we who can we thank for this if not Paul Blart Morkoff? It's true, it's true. All hail Paul Blart Morkoff. All hail the Glow Blart. The glow blot. <laughs> I like that. I like. I understood that reference. It's <laughs> a giant sentient glowing ball blot. Oh no! No, it's dropping segways. Head. Just drops This is getting too nonsensical. So we should definitely move on to the most serious bit of the show, which is Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. And we're all going to be very pleased. We're all going to be uh, very pleased. This, but this time, because we're a little bit short for time, it's actually going to be 
Josh's deep brief musings. Josh's deep brief musings. Josh's, Josh's deep brief things. <laughs> Think about it. Oh, do it quick. Oh, you shit. Josh's <laughs> deep. Josh's deep briefs. It's a deep briefing. I'm about. That I'm sounds about to like the name you. of a porno. I'm about to brief you on the deep knowledge in the mind of me specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about some stuff. Oh, have you? Yeah. It's kind of necessary for for this segment in order to in order for it to work. You well, know. to be honest, most of most of the time you're trying to think about things, and then some extraneous force has come in and prevented you from properly thinking, and you've had to deal with that situation. Yeah, it's it's a shame. I've had I had to deal with it uh, roughly every three episodes, but not today, because I've thought of something. I've been thinking about Death Note. Right, you know Death Note? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's shit. <laughs> right? Because I've decided right. it is, okay? I've got okay. a better one. Mm-hmm. DeVito Note. DeVito Note. Do you know what yeah. the funniest thing about this is? <laughs> what? The funniest thing about this is that since Astrid hasn't listened to the last episode... Yeah, it's all new for Astrid. Yeah. Oh. Last episode yeah. uh, was Game of DeVitos. So. The Game of Thrones people didn't bite back. Oh my god. So, uh, but I remain undeterred. So, you know, I've been I've been looking at other properties that I could possibly expand my vision to, and Netflix is doing a Death Note thing. I'm led to understand. I don't know much about it to be honest. It already mm-hmm. did it. They already did it. Well, they can already do another one of it then. Make so, it because there's because there's, uh, there's precedent set. So I can go to Netflix and I can suggest that the next time they're thinking about doing a, a Death Note, right? You can have like the credits come up a Netflix original series. Watch it, please. Right? Yeah. But it says Death mm-hmm. Note. I'm I'm thinking just white Comic Sans text on a black background. Yes, for well, like black ground as we call it like, in the industry. For like, I'm thinking 15 mm. seconds because that that's like just slightly too long. Like it's, it's the music that plays in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Uh, like no, the, no, it's. I'm thinking this is gonna play out in complete silence. Oh, perfect! And it'll go it'll go on for just slightly long enough for people to think that there might be something wrong. With the DVD that they've got plugged with, into With the DVD, DVD that they've plugged player. into Netflix, right? <laughs> they've got the DVD plugged into their Netflix box. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have done that, right? They were thinking, no. oh no, I knew, I knew this was something of an anachronism, I shouldn't have done it. But no, it's actually fine. Because <laughs> it's going to cut away after 15 seconds. It's going to cut to Danny DeVito. Can you hazard a guess as to what Danny DeVito's going to be doing? Um... What's is Danny DeVito be... going to be doing, Josh? Is he going to be fucking He's going a to be fucking a cooked lobster. Okay. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Is of he course. going to be detailing detailing his experience in a DeVito note? Uh, he's, he's mostly just going to be fucking the lobster. And then is that a picture of you cosplaying light? No, that's L. not light, that's L. Oh. Edit L. that so L's... I sound less terrible. L, L lobster begins with L. So yeah. that's a connection. Oh, there we go. Okay, see, can it be? Can it be? There's this... already narrative potential. Can it? Can he be fucking this bad JPEG of um, 
Actually, no, that's got pedophilic kind of undertones because yeah. yeah, that's that's quite a young me. That's that's fifteen-year-old so me. You've ruined uh, it now. And I was gonna suggest that you'd be fucking the lobster, and I'd be the lobster, but that's I'm fifteen there. So. Be, the the, uh, the the cooked lobster is not up for debate. Okay. Mm. Honestly, though, in all seriousness, I think the only white American adaptation of Death Note I would be okay with is one where every character was played by Danny DeVito. I know thing where somebody you, called I notice Danny you bring up the idea of there being multiple characters. Uh, it's just going to be Danny DeVito fucking the lobster for 50 minutes every All episode. Right. Okay, now I'm not on board anymore. Do, no, don't worry, because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I've, you know, what's there for, like, fans of the original. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm thinking. Right, but I've, I have retained every element, all the elements of the source material that the fans enjoyed, in as much as I've given him an apple. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna be eating that while he fucks the lobster. Yeah, but you again. This is that wasn't the issue that I had. The I've issue that him, I have, I've given him a little notebook. The issue that I have <laughs> is Willem Dafoe is not there. Oh no! Okay, yeah. Willem no. Dafoe's never there. No. Okay. It's a, suggest it's a real uh, shame. I have, I have a pitch. I have a pitch. Right. The mm. the the. the you know, meshes into yours. What if the lobster is played by Willem Dafoe? Out of the question. The lobster. What if is the lobster? What, what if what if Willem Dafoe, what if Willem Dafoe plays the apple? What if there's? Uh, I'd be will, I'd be willing to superimpose Willem Dafoe's face onto the apple. <laughs> it's not. It, he he like Danny DeVito's eating an apple, but in really poorly done post edit. They've just superimposed a really low quality J- bitmap of. No, I want no, I want full motion <laughs> capture. Full motion. Uh, f- I want well, like beyond. We'll just uh, take the model. Well, I, from I say that it's just, gonna, it's just no, it's just going to be like me filming his face with a handy cam, and then we just <laughs> like crop that footage and put it onto the apple of him just screaming and berating the audience as they watch Danny no, DeVito I've got another cook suggestion. lobster for their enjoyment. What's your suggestion, Elodie? A bunch of CGI um, Willem Dafoe's are just flapping around in the background. But slightly out of focus. Yeah. And everybody's just going to be freaking out about the size of those Willem Dafoe's. Yeah. But right. they're not... But they're not they're not textured like Willem Dafoe. They're textured like that bit in Terminator Two where the T one thousand is coming out of the floor and looks all checkerboard. I mean okay. bunch of Willem Dafoe's flapping I don't know if we've got the budget for that. I could just get a bunch of crows and then dub them over with Willem We're Dafoe's voice. We're not doing crows again. If you, you might not be. I'm always doing crows. Don't include crows again. I've had I've enough got crows, of crows for do you realise how many crows I've got? Yes, I do, because they're all then here you under- also. You understand the need for me to dispense with crows. I feel like I've missed something or forgotten about something. I think you've you, forgotten. This, this does this not concern the... you. I am having a crow argument, right? Okay. I'll um, I'm just quickly, I'm quickly searching this. Look, the crows are here. I need to make sure that I'm putting them to work. Alright? Because if I can't profit from the crows, 
that's just a complete net loss for me, crow wise. Oh no. Um, there's a problem. What is the problem? The problem is that I just googled Danny DeVito death note, mm -hmm. and the top result is David Cage's YouTube channel again. <laughs> and it's exactly Mother what we described again. Oh, for fuck's sake! He did it last time with the 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 Game of Thrones one. This time he's done it with the Death Note one. You oh, really did want... Cage consistently stealing Josh's Danny. I did wonder why the discussions bands. with George R. R. Martin broke down. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you, so this is starting to get a little bit on my wick now. I'm. I may have to contrive some sort of plot point to where this stops happening. You gotta somehow Cause... get rid of the um the bug. Or I mean I could get rid of David Cage. Ring ring. Oh ring oh, ring no. Ring ring The phone sounds worried. Ring ring <laughs> Ring ring I mean, I've not got the phone. Ring, ring. Someone want to deal with the phone? Ring, ring. Hang on, hang on. I'm just gonna pick up the cable and. Uh... Is that that dealt with? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, for fuck's sake! Do it. Do Was that the door uh, announcing it that it was uh, a door? <laughs> <laughs> David, no! Uh, David. David, David, no! 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 He might be being pursued by crows. David, no! I'm being consumed by the crows now. I'm warning you, David. This I has got to stop. should just leave him. Just leave, leave him. Just I'm leave him to his crow-based fate. I'm outside your window. The crows are eating me. I... I just leave him to his ornithological punishment. Okay? I'll get rid of the bug in your house, Josh. Just please it save be, me. It would be it would be the it would be the humane thing to do to 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 just leave him to die now. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been touched by the crows. Like he has been touched by the crows. However, I mean, as, pain, as painful as he thinks this is, like just to let him live would be crueler. Yeah, it would. It would. It's like when you find a swan on the side of the road. Yeah, you've got oh, to, you've got to get crows to peck its eyes out. So, uh... Fuck, I mean, I guess we've just killed David Cage. Yeah. Uh, I Tune mean, in next week for Ghost of David Cage. Oh, no. Ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Not Pat Butcher. Who's the one I'm thinking of? Which is a fictional character. Pat Butcher! Derek Akora. <laughs> I mean, they're basically interchangeable. Uh, in that they're both. Fake. Okay. Um, so that's been Josh's Deep Thoughts. <laughs> Tune in next week where I have a pitch which hopefully I'll actually be able to use because yeah. it won't have been st stolen. Yeah, we by, uh, did the, like, kind of send Cage. you did kind of send your crows after him and kill him while he was trying desperately to get in to Astrid's house. Nah, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that was George's deep thoughts. 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 Don't commit copyright theft, or I'll fucking kill him. <laughs>
Only if it applies to me, though. I, I couldn't give a fuck. It's purely self-motivated. <sighs> Before we talk about just a quick little recommendation section, uh, yeah. let's insert a promo here. Promo! Oh, go! Listen to it with your ears! Oh, hi, didn't see you there. Oh, hi, I didn't see you there, Hawk. Are you interested in, in terrible internet fanfiction? By god darn I am, sir. Do you like it when uh, the hosts of a show do not write anything down in preparation for a promo? It's my favorite thing in the world next to fanfiction. Oh, hello, miss. I didn't see you there. Oh, hello. I was just listening in on your conversation about high-quality free fanfiction. Welcome both of you to my laundromat. I see you are both here to do laundry and also talk about fanfiction. Is that Naruto over there? Having sex with Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, while they wash their clothes. Sonic is washing his, his shoes, and Naruto is washing his headband in my laundromat that I own. And his shuriken. They've destroyed my freaking washing machine, but they're f***ing quite a bit. It's attracting a lot of customers, including you two. That makes me want to listen to the fan canon on Podhaven. Original promo, do not steal. Well, I'm going to steal it anyways. I'm a criminal now, too. Ha 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 ha. Thanks for listening to that promo. Did you listen to it with your ears? Did you listen to it with your ears? I hope you enjoyed it. We told you to listen to it with your ears. Welcome to the quiet hour at the Indie Haven podcast. It's getting... It's taking a bit of a weird fucking turn. Yeah, we got a bit too excited in the last half. Um, There's going to be... Slowing things down. We're all relatively calm now. The entire rest of the show is going to be this. Yeah, for sure. Look forward to that. Taking it nice and easy. Just, just taking, take a deep breath. (gasps) And breathe out. (sighs) And take a deep breath. (sighs) And breathe out. (sighs) Take a deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no that really hurt Oh that's enough quiet for now That's enough quiet What have we been playing and what would we like to recommend To the good people of the world It's the recommendation section I've got one I've got one No Josh Josh Josh. Birds Birds I'm doing birds first Okay Birds first Birds first That's a good policy How to a boyfriend play it Oh, so you're literally doing birds. Yeah, literally do birds with Hat of a Boyfriend. (laughs) Now out on the computer. Um, It's out on on the places you can go buy it. Yeah, uh, it's a video game. I've 100%ed it. Of course. Yeah, I've got got every possible route. I've dated every bird. My favourite is the ghost book bird. Um... It was published by Devolver Digital. Which mm-hmm. is a seal of quality these days. Yeah. Uh, and you can fuck some bird boys. While nice. you're a human. Nice. That's the idea. Yeah. Um. So yeah, go fuck some birds. And that's my recommendation. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, that's actually a sincere recommendation. Yeah, no, that is a sincere recommendation. It's a pretty good game. It gets quite emotional. I, I do at use times. that sometimes as a dismissive insult when I when I'm fed up with people. I was wondering why they were taking it literally. 
apparently it actually comes highly recommended. So Josh, what game are you recommending? <laughs> I've got I've got a game. This, this is kind of a nice surprise. This one. Uh, I've been playing a game called Lightfield because we got a code. Well, we got an offer for a code for it, mm. and I I bit back because I was kind of interested. You know, because there were like little they'd put in screenshots and like gifs and whatnot just of gameplay, and it looked kind of novel, and so. Asked for the code, got the code, put in the code, got the game, played the game. Uh, it is a racing game with what the developers are referring to as parkour elements. Now, <laughs> what that means is you are a spaceship, I suppose you'd call it. Little spaceship floating about. And you can basically hold down a button to clip to any surface, more or less. Okay. And when you're clipped to a surface, you move faster. So, like, you could just, like, float about all anti-gravity-like and whatnot, but you will move faster when clipped to a surface. And so, basically, in order to win this racing game where you need to go fast to win and get the points, right? Yeah, I like to go quickly on a video game. You have to proceed quickly, as I'm led to understand, right? (laughs) It's what we've been taught all these years. It's the point of video games... The lesson that we're supposed to be learning. So in order to go quickly, you basically need to find a route through the racetrack where you'll spend the most amount of time connected to a surface. So like you'll need to like jump from the floor maybe onto a wall or onto the ceiling or just onto the nearest thing and just mm. find the route that gets you around quickest. Uh, very fun, very interesting little game. None of what I just said is important. Oh, as far as the reasons for me recommending this goes, because you know it, it it'll be fun enough for the amount of time that you're likely to play it. Because you know it's it's a racing game and it's not got any of like that Mario Kart stuff. There's no power ups or whatnot, so it'll just have that classic racing game problem after a while of you know what the fastest route is, so that the mm-hmm. fact that there are all of these different ways you can interact with the environment and sort of like run up along walls and stuff that'll kind of become moot because you already know what the fastest route is but what I will say to people is like get the game and then on every racetrack you don't immediately go into the race you kind of have to access races from the pause menu when you initially go into it it's kind of just like a sandbox and you can just like drive around and there's like time trials and stuff you can do just by passing through where the start line is but look around on the course first look for sort of this white diamond icon just floating around you can't miss it it's a big old diamond thing right mm. and what that does is take you on a tour of the map where the racetrack is you get basically just a little point-to-point thing, just go around collecting all of those uh, big old white diamonds that are scattered around the sandbox in which the racetrack is set. And the reason I bring this up is because when you do that, you kind of realise how small a part of the game, the race itself actually is yeah 
That sounds uh, really the, fascinating. Like I'm I'm doing a video on it, and I'm almost like hesitant to say any more about it because I feel like it had kind of ruined the surprise. Mm, but okay, like yeah. just what I, what I will say for now is that the sandboxes are a lot bigger than the race tracks themselves might suggest. Let's put it that way. Okay. Huh. So look out for a video on that coming soon. I've, I've filmed and recorded everything I need already. It's basically just a question of editing, so it should be up hopefully this week. Oh my god, do I hope my microphone's not hopefully picking this, this up? Doesn't sound like whatever it is okay. is <clears throat> being picked well, up. Well, there's a very loud cat in distress outside going, Oh, oh, oh help it. I don't know how to. I'd have to run off. Free him. Help it. Pick it up. Give it a hug. I think they might be having a fight, which I don't really want to get into. Break them up. Yeah. Which one started? Yeah, now I can them. hear another one now. Yeah, it's suddenly a cat fight. Aww. Um, this is this is sad and bad. Um, video Aww. games. <laughs> Shall I do my recommendation? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Lightfield video coming soon. Play the game, please. Oh, what are the graphics like, by the way? Uh, they're nothing particularly, <laughs> like, well, I mean, I didn't bring them up, let's put it that way. Okay, well, like, I just really wondered whether it was... About them. They're, they're quite simple, they're still very cool looking. Is it 3D? Uh, very... Yeah, it's 3D, it's kind of like a space age aesthetic they've gone for, but it's okay. like very, very simple designs, very colourful, I will say. Yeah, I saw the screenshots. It looked vibrant. Yeah, and the spaceships like, themselves look weird. Like weird mm. in a good way. Yeah, unique certainly. Yeah. Uh, one thing I should point out: there is quite a lot of stuttering in the game, though. I've just realised I should probably bring that up because it, it like it does get quite obnoxious because it stutters loudly. Oh. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but those of a uh, photosynthesis, photosynthesis. Those who photosynthesize, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> might want to refrain from this because you might just stop taking in light. Yeah. And then how are you going to create nutrients? Yeah. You know? How? Now, spaceships aren't the only thing that you can pilot. Do you know what else this you can is, pilot? This is accurate. Um, Tanks. Oh. Filters. That, uh, that ties into my recommendation, uh, which I will start with a preface saying, only, only in my line of work, with the brand that I like to build, do I get public relations emails from video for video games from people called Comrade Tim. Well, there they go. Thank They've you. got you down, haven't they? They got me down. They got me down. Got your and number, I, sunshine. They sent me. They sent me a game. It's coming out on the sixth of October, and I will have a review up on the site called The Red Front. It's set in the nineteen eighties. It's a top-down two D, effectively twin-stick tank control shooter. <laughs> and you are a Soviet tank. In the Soviet Union, World War Two, fighting the Nazis, and you're driving this tank around, and you're killing Nazis, and you're firing your machine guns, all that jazz. Very yep. cool, but it's super injected with crazy space age lasers and lightning rays, and all of this strange, wonderful technology that mixes things up a bit, makes it really cool, makes it kind of interesting. It's not a particularly deep game 
mm-hmm. but it's a very enjoyable experience that mixes up your expectations a little bit and yeah had a really good time with it so I will wholeheartedly recommend that it's coming out October 6th like I said and also like I said there should be a review up on Indie Haven by the end of the week for said Red Front so you can check that out see what you think and okay. maybe give it a go Mm-hmm. Nice as Plythe. Mm. Uh, so, I have a question. Yes? What's that question? What's the question? Where do we find Over you there. on the oh, internet? I didn't, hear, I didn't hear the rest of the question, I'm sorry. Uh, where do we find you on the internet? Uh, who, are you, who are you talking to? Specific, just general. Josh, you go first. I'll go uh, first, you can... You can find me on the internet. I'm going to not do that. Um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, uh, at Jam Tyrant, tweeting sort of what it's there for. You can go to YouTube, The Abominable Showman. I might have some stuff up soon. I'm just... like I'm working on something, but it's about issues that... Kind of the whole point of the video is that there are just some things that I'm incapable of understanding, so I'm like really being careful not to fucking misspeak and put my foot in it. Mm. So, just like proof viewing that a couple of times, making sure I'm not an absolute bastard before that goes up and the damage becomes irreparable. Yeah, no, I don't know uh, what you mean. And then you can find me on Indie Haven doing the stuff, doing the videos now. Can I just say I did I I finally got like at the end of last week finally got yeah. around to watching your video on oh, yeah. fire. Really really good. Really Thank good. Thank you. I was it a bit was worried absolutely it was fantastic. Be, I it, I was worried it was going to run kind of long. Uh my original my, my original plan had been to do as sort of, it as two separate videos because individually like the two I guess you'd call main sections of the video were about the length I had in mind. Mm. Mm. But it was ex- very good. Though. Export yeah, times were like three hours plus, so I didn't. God, yeah. <laughs> so we we yeah, got this. That's fair enough. To be honest, it's the first thing I've produced solo that I will actually go back and watch. Mm, so no, like, it, good. It's, it's it's a really really fantastic product. Thank uh, you very kept much. Kept me engaged. Was very funny at points. Yeah, no, really yeah. really good stuff. So I hope people go and watch that, and I hope people watch the one I'm going to be doing on Lightfield, which is going to be a little bit different, because I'm doing this one in real time. Just because mm. I think it's better in this specific case, because I don't really have a specific formula for what I've now called worth mentioning. Okay. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just stuff that I think deserves to be talked about, and I will just talk about it however I think is best for that. It's sort of a case-by-case yeah. case basis, so yeah, look out for that. And that's me on the internet. You fucks. Suppose I should do my thing next. Yeah. Probably should. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. If you go to jaffemeister.com, that's J A F F A M E I S T E R, you can find all of my content ranging from personal comedy features relating to communism and video games, where I talk about communism and, and video, video games. games. Yes. Fucking <laughs> um, all of my Indie Haven work, which you can also find on Indie Haven, because I'm the editor-in-chief. Go there, have yeah, fun. In, read some gay-ass interviews. Read some some dramatic-ass previews. Read some informative news. You can also find some of my freelance work out there on the internet. If you go to Waypoint, you'll find a couple of pieces of mine. If you go to 
Laura Kate Dale's personal website, you'll find uh, a very exquisite feature on how butts are the exception to the Uncanny Valley in video games. I'm also now in British newspaper The Morning Star, where I spoke to some of Facebook's largest socialist meme pages about what they do, why they do it, and what their hopes for the future are. So you can go check that out on The Morning Star. Uh, I think the website is thepeoplespress.net, something like that. It's not, I think, yeah, type in Morningstar memes and you'll find my thing. <laughs> Sounds about and, right. Yeah, uh, you, as well as all of that, you can find me on Twitter at Jaffermeister, spelt the same as the website, where I talk about random things, about video games and about communism and about memes. and it's almost very, as if there's also, a pattern. Yeah, all sorts of different things. And I'd love to have a chat with you about it too, so you should come follow me on Twitter. All right, do yeah. it. Elodie? Hello. Well, in the, the website, say them, please. You can find me on Twitter at Cammy Words, C H E M Y Words. And I can't really fit the rest of this to a song, so I'm just going to go. No. Um, <laughs> also, find me on Patreon at Kemi Words, and please, money, thank you. Um, I did the theme song for this, and you can find that at chemicalwordsmith.bandcamp.com. Uh, and uh, you can also check out more podcasts I do on the Podhaven feed. We recently started a new one called DN8Bit, which is about mm -hmm. biology of video game creatures. Um, and you can also find my stuff on YouTube for videos. Uh, just search for LED Cunningham. Or Gungan Watch. Yeah, or Gungan Watch. Uh, if you, you can watch my videos about Gungans, or you can watch my videos about a representation of marginalised Identities and video games. Yeah, pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's me. I did a Halo oh, one. I just did two two Halo videos. So you can watch those. Do it. Lovely jubbly. Uh so before we leave for green leave. green green all pastures, uh, Josh, what's your advice this week? What are you going to tell us? My advice this week, it is not murder if it was technically crows and not you. I want everyone to bear that in mind, okay? No reason. Rest. I'm definitely going to bear that in mind. It's unrighted. Rest in peace, David Cage. No. And don't forget, everyone, it's Stop October now, shit. so you've got to have your fancy new... Uh, spooky themed Twitter usernames. Your new fangled, dangled, scary ghost. Name. Oh yeah, what what kind of hijinks will we get up to now that we've got a undead David Cage on October month? <laughs> well, See, it's funny. That, it's that's funny. That's a tremendous that was... coincidence, actually. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Podhaven. Killing off David Cage was accidentally thematic.